Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 200. What the? Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. What's going on, oldies? Welcome to Optimal Living Daily. This is the podcast where I find content for you and simply read to you completely free and still sponsorless. I'm Justin Mollick, the guy who has performance-based social anxiety and started this podcast six months ago to not only help with that, but also bring blogs to audio, which seems like a pretty simple thing. Now, it's definitely not easy to record and edit a daily podcast, I can assure you that, but the idea of this podcast is simple. Anyway, it's crazy. This is episode 200 already. And the first thing I want to say is thank you. You might be one of the people who started listening since the beginning, or maybe who's someone who started later, but binge listen to all the episodes. Gotta love that. Or maybe you're new here. Whatever the case, you taking the time to listen means so much to me, and this project would have ended long time ago if it weren't for you and some very generous patrons of the show. If you've been listening for a few weeks, you'll know that this month has been rough for me, but I got some really nice messages from you, so I appreciate that too. And while I wanted to do something special for today's episode, I didn't have a plan, so I came up with something different for today. I'm going to read to you a popular fairy tale, the tale of Peter Rabbit to be exact. Why? Well, uh, old school fairy tales like this one and the Brothers Grimm usually have some life moral, but also I'm kind of obsessed with sleep, so I thought why not read you a bedtime story? I always joke about that and people say that my voice is calming, so let's make it happen. Now, if you're driving right now, this isn't really a sleep story, and if I usually don't put you to sleep, then this probably won't. But if you're listening before bed, there is a good chance this could help you fall asleep quicker. That is, if you haven't fallen asleep already with this long intro. So on that note, let's get this thing going and start optimizing your life. The Tale of Peter Rabbit by Beatrix Potter Once upon a time, there were four little rabbits, and their names were Flopsy, Mopsy, Cottontail, and Peter. They lived with their mother in a sandbank underneath the root of a very big fir tree. Now, my dears, said old Mrs. Rabbit one morning, you may go into the fields or down the lane, but don't go into Mr. McGregor's garden. Your father had an accident there. He was put in a pie by Mrs. McGregor. Now run along and don't get into mischief. I'm going out. Then old Mrs. Rabbit took a basket and her umbrella and went through the wood to the baker's. She bought a loaf of brown bread and five currant buns. 
Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail, who were good little bunnies, went down the lane to gather blackberries. But Peter, who was very naughty, ran straight away to Mr. McGregor's garden and squeezed under the gate. First he ate some lettuces and some French beans, and then he ate some radishes, and then feeling rather sick, he went to look for some parsley. But round the end of a cucumber frame, whom should he meet but Mr. McGregor? Mr. McGregor was on his hands and knees planting out young cabbages, but he jumped up and ran after Peter, waving a rake and calling out, Stop, thief! Peter was most dreadfully frightened. He rushed all over the garden, for he had forgotten the way back to the gate. He lost one of his shoes among the cabbages and the other shoe amongst the potatoes. After losing them, he ran on four legs and went faster, so that I think he might have got away altogether if he had not unfortunately run into a gooseberry net and got caught by the large buttons on his jacket. It was a blue jacket with brass buttons, quite new. Peter gave himself up for lost and shed big tears, but his sobs were overheard by some friendly sparrows who flew to him in great excitement and implored him to exert himself. Mr. McGregor came up with a sieve, which he intended to pop upon the top of Peter, but Peter wriggled out just in time, leaving his jacket behind him, and he rushed into the tool shed and jumped into a can. It would have been a beautiful thing to hide in if it had not had so much water in it, Mr. McGregor was quite sure that Peter was somewhere in the tool shed, perhaps hidden underneath a flower pot. He began to turn them over carefully, looking under each. Presently, Peter sneezed. Pretty shoe! Mr. McGregor was after him in no time, and tried to put his foot upon Peter, who jumped out of a window, upsetting three plants. The window was too small for Mr. McGregor, and he was tired of running after Peter. He went back to his work. Peter sat down to rest. He was out of breath and trembling with fright and he had not the least idea which way to go. Also, he was very damp with sitting in that can. After a time, he began to wander about, going lippity-lippity, not very fast, and looking all around. He found a door in a wall, but it was locked, and there was no room for a fat little rabbit to squeeze underneath. An old mouse was running in and out over the stone doorstep, carrying peas and beans to her family in the wood. Peter asked her the way to the gate, but she had such a large pea in her mouth that she could not answer. She only shook her head at him. Peter began to cry. Then he tried to find his way straight across the garden, but he became more and more puzzled. Presently, he came to a pond where Mr. McGregor filled his water cans. A white cat was staring at some goldfish. She sat very, very still, but now and then the tip of her tail twitched as if it were alive. Peter thought it best to go away without speaking to her. He had heard about cats from his cousin, little Benjamin Bunny. He went back towards the tool shed, but suddenly, quite close to him, he heard the noise of a hoe. Scritch, scratch, scratch, scritch. Peter scuttered underneath the bushes. But presently, as nothing happened, he came out and climbed upon a wheelbarrow and peeped over. The first thing he saw was Mr. McGregor hoeing onions. His back was turned towards Peter, and beyond him was the gate. Peter got down very quietly off the wheelbarrow and started running as fast as he could go along a straight walk behind some black currant bushes. Mr. McGregor caught sight of him at the corner, but Peter did not care. He slipped underneath the gate and was safe at last in the wood outside the garden. Mr. McGregor hung up the little jacket and the shoes for a scarecrow to frighten the blackbirds. Peter never stopped running or looked behind him till he got home to the big fir tree. He was so tired that he flopped down upon the nice soft sand on the floor of the rabbit hole and shut his eyes. His mother was busy cooking. She wondered what he had done with his clothes. It was the second little jacket and pair of shoes that Peter had lost in a fortnight. I'm sorry to say that Peter was not very well during the evening. His mother put him to bed and made some chamomile tea, and she gave a dose of it to Peter. One tablespoonful to be taken at bedtime. 
but Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail had bread and milk and blackberries for supper. The end. You just listened to The Tale of Peter Rabbit by Beatrix Potter. (laughs) So there you go for you kids out there. Don't go sneaking into neighbors' yards, otherwise you won't get bread and milk and blackberries for supper. (laughs) These fairy tales make me laugh. I read a bunch of the old Brothers Grimm ones a year or two ago, and they tend to have these strange, abrupt endings. Although the Brothers Grimm ones often end on a really dark note, but I find it funny. Again, if you're new here, this isn't the usual format of the show. I typically read the best blogs I can find, covering personal development type stuff but I want to do something a little different today to give us all a break. I mean, if you've listened to every episode, you probably consume like 24 hours worth of personal development content, which is awesome. And if you'd like to keep those hours increasing and help keep this podcast alive for another 100 episodes, it'd be awesome if you could stop by oldpodcast.com. I put up a little page called How to Help that shows multiple ways in which you can show some support, and that ranges from making a one-time donation or monthly donation to simply joining the OLD family for free and grabbing a bunch of free gifts from me. Any and all the things listed on that page go a long way to help support this podcast. So again, you can visit oldpodcast.com and check out the How to Help page for more info. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this unique episode of Optimal Living Daily, and I'll catch you tomorrow for Wellness Wednesday with a brand new author where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.